Hi everyone, welcome to the Grace, Peace, Balance Radio Show with Gabby Abdelkadir. I hope everybody is doing fantastic. And today I have a wonderful guest for you guys, and her name is Thea Kosma. Thea uh, used to be in the corporate world, and she decided to leave her job and ventured into design, feng shui, and all kinds of energy work like Reiki, Qigong, yoga, which has helped her grow in all areas of her life. Feng Shui is the art of placement, which translates to the flow of energy in our environment. By applying this art, we can enhance and transform our life, says Thea. Um, Thea, welcome to the Grace, Peace, Balance show. Thank you, Papi. Thank you for inviting me to your show. And I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. And uh, Thea, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your childhood and where you grew up and where you studied. Okay, well, I was born in the island of Laos, which is called Cyprus. Mm-hmm. I was born there, and then when I was a young teenager, we moved to England, where I went to school there, and I grew up there. And then when I was in my 20s, I met my husband, and we moved uh, to Canada. I moved to Canada. He was already here. Oh, so you met in England then first. I got a job in the corporate world. Yeah. And uh, we had two kids together, two boys. Yeah. And um, I'm still here in Canada. Yeah, and then you dis- when did you decide you don't want to work for somebody anymore, like you don't, want, you don't, you don't like your job? <clears throat> yes, after working in the corporate world for a number of years, yeah. he, I was very unhappy there, and I wanted to leave, and I did, finally decided to leave 15 years ago. And yeah. ever since then, I got into energy work, feng shui, design, reiki, yoga, qigong, any kind of energy work, which yeah. really helped me tremendously yeah. uh, to grow physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, to heal and to grow a lot and to yeah. help other people. Excellent. Um, about that reiki <clears throat> One story stands out when you, I think when you moved from Calgary, you went to Calgary, moved back to Toronto, remember, uh, I remember when I had a fall at the subway and I broke my ankle and I was like um, at home in bed for about two and a half months. You only knew that I had an accident three days later and I remember you tell me when you're alone and then I called I told you when uh, family members who, who used to take care of me by turn, they used to come every morning, and you came in, and I remember you did Reiki for me. And what I don't forget at all is the pain that I felt when you were, your hands were moving downward to my feet, and you told me, is your knee hurting? I said, no, it's only my ankle. But then as it turned out, my, my knee actually was hurt but they didn't even think about x-raying my my knee at the time. And I remember I used to take all those painkillers for three days. They would work after a long hour and then last about two, three hours maximum, and the pain would kill me again. But after you did that Reiki for me, 
I remember I slept the whole night without waking up and without taking um, without taking any um, painkiller. So that's how powerful it is. Do you practice it now? Um, I sometimes I practice it uh, mm-hmm. because now I'm I'm learning qigong. Mm-hmm. Uh, healing Qigong, so I kind of moved up higher, advanced, <laughs> if you will. Okay. Okay. Um, it's still energy work, what I'm doing, but a more advanced way of healing and yeah. faster way of helping people. So yeah. Reiki is one way yeah. of helping people heal. Qigong is another way, uh, but it all comes down to the same thing. You work with energy and you transform yeah. the negative into positive. Yeah. Yeah, my God, you're gifted too. My goodness. Okay, so tell me, I know because thanks to you I know, but for the sake of our listeners, can you tell me what exactly, how did you get into feng shui, first of all? Yes, after I left my job in the corporate world, mm-hmm. I, um, I ran into a feng shui teacher, you mm-hmm. know, call about, yeah. uh, talk about synchronicity. Yeah. So even since then, I haven't looked back. I started taking classes, uh, going to school, learning all kinds of different schools of feng shui, mm-hmm. and I incorporated that into my business, which is the design. So yeah. when I do design work, uh, most of the time I'm doing feng shui work without even people knowing about it. If they mm-hmm. don't ask for it, I don't tell them. Yeah, uh, we're talking interior design, right? Yes. Yeah. And you did offices in Calgary and uh, a lot of things, yes, right? Yes, I did offices, I did homes, mm-hmm. um, especially my own house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how you got into feng shui. So what is feng shui exactly? Just for the sake of our listeners. Yeah. Right, feng shui, um, it's the ancient Chinese form of uh, placement. It's about three to 5,000 years old, um, and it's uh, basically the uh, flow of energy, starting the flow of energy into a space, and you mm-hmm. find the negative energy and you turn it into a positive energy. Fang means wind, shui means water. So these are two fluid energies. Mm-hmm. that move um, everything around, you know, because everything is energy. So yeah. if those two energies are out of balance, then you're out of balance. Yeah. So we turn the negative into positive by rearranging stuff around, uh, just as simple as, as cleaning and organizing the space and decluttering the space, it can do wonders. Yeah. And then putting the right, like putting your bed in the right direction or your desk in the right direction and the way you sit there is right, a lot of... Right, right. These are the actual techniques yeah. and principles of feng shui, uh, yeah. where exactly to place things. That makes a big difference. Yeah. And what is the benefit of it? Like what kind of people would benefit from it? Like people who get sick all the time or who are like they're have some sort of blockage in their life, whether it's a relationship blockage or health or money. Mm-hmm. And everybody can benefit because we all have blockages in 
some area of our lives. It could be anything from money to relationships to career. Um, we all tend to have blockages at one time or another. So mm -hmm. it can benefit any area of our lives. So by placing or removing mm -hmm. anything that blocks that space, it mm -hmm. can enhance whatever you want to accomplish. Okay, so like let's say you walk in into someone's home. Would you feel the energy right away? You do, don't yes, you? you can feel the energy. The home is cluttered and dark. Um, you, can, you, can, you can see it, first of all, mm -hmm. and then you can feel the energy because everything mm -hmm. is energy. You can yeah. feel the negativity or the blockages there, and you can tell what people are going through by just looking at their space. Okay, but there also there are some people who, whose homes are clean and organized and everything, yet as soon as you enter, you feel this something which is not right, like you don't feel at ease when you enter to certain homes. What does that mean? Although their home is yeah, clean I mean, and organized, the, the layout of a house uh -huh. it creates a negative um, atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Or where they place their their stuff, their furniture, it can, it can create blockages mm -hmm. to their life, depending where mm -hmm. it is and, and which room it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so it doesn't necessarily mean that because a place is clean and organized that it creates a good vibration. There's yeah. a lot of aspects that come into it. So that's why a feng shui practitioner can see and shift the energy around, uh, whereas the other people cannot, are not able to see it. Yeah, that is so true, because there are places like, there could be a small home, like a two-bedroom, as soon as you enter, like you feel like you feel so happy and light, but there are people who have like um, a $10 million home, like expensive furniture, but you walk in, sometimes you feel like this heaviness, so that means right. there is something about the energy. It's nothing to do with their home being clean as well, right? That is important, right. I know, being right. clean and organized. But cleaning yes. the house and, and the rearranging it, that's, that's the first step. Yeah. Um, so in order for feng shui to work, it needs to be decluttered. If there's too much clutter around, no matter how, many, um, how much arrangements we do, um, it's going to be difficult for the energy to change. So the yeah. first step is to, to organize, declutter, clean, and then we do the feng shui uh, cures. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that's it. And there are different types of feng shui? Or yes, how there are many different types of feng shui? Of feng shui. Yeah. yeah. So the classical feng shui is, mm -hmm. the, is the first one that was created, and it is has to do with directions and we have to use a compass and then after that um, a lot of other practitioners have developed their own so everything originated from the classical that's why I speak to the classical and traditional feng shui because okay. that's the most authentic okay it, that, okay so that is what it is because I know that some people teach it differently, and uh, Mary Diamond, you know, the lady from The Secret, she teaches it in a right, different right. way. Right, right. She teaches the traditional with the compass directions. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And do yeah, you I read, compost? I read her books and I study her course. Mm-hmm. Yes. And did, do, do you use compost? Yes, I do. I have okay. to use compost directions to find um, where each room in the house is located, north, south, mm. east, uh, southwest, or whatever, because each direction mm. it means it affects a different area of their life. Yeah. And that's how we do the, the cure and we apply the principles of function based on the directions. Okay. And do you need, like, let's say someone has a child that's been getting sick often and or doesn't sleep, would you need the child's birthday for you to be able to, to work on the child's room? Um. Most of the time, we just look at the place and the room mm-hmm. and the house they live in, mm-hmm. and and then we look at the birthday just to see which are the good directions of the child. Of the child, and yeah. we try to incorporate that. If we can move the bed into one of the good directions, then it's mm-hmm. a plus. But yeah. the, most of the time, there's only one wall where you can have the bed. So you're unable to use the good directions of, of the child or any individual. But so we we do the principles for the house first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's yeah. That's very difficult because if you can't move a bed where it's supposed to be because of the shape of the room. Exactly. Is, yeah. Exactly. So, as long as the bed is in the command position, mm-hmm. that means it's against the wall where mm-hmm. they have um, a support, and then yeah. they're able to see the door. Mm-hmm. That's the command position of the bed. After that, if we can find a good direction to sleep in, that's a plus. That's a plus. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're 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 planning to start classes to teach feng shui. When right, is that? Right. When I'm already are you set up to start teaching level one, the basic mm-hmm. feng shui? Yeah. So it's already there on my website and on my mm-hmm. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's interested, they can look it up. Yeah. Okay, so I will be posting um pairs Facebook page and her website. If anybody is interested to learn about Feng Shui, they can go into her to the links to one of the links and uh, leave her a message. Um, send her a message, and uh, you, ca- she, you can be one of the registrants. She's planning one of them, and I'm going to be one of her students. I know a little bit, but I will be one of her students. And uh, any advice you want to give to people uh, before we finish? What would you advise people? Yes, just, just like general said before, advice. you keep decluttering your space. You know, the more you accumulate, the more difficult life is going to be. So the more you let go, the more opportunities you're allowed to come into your life. So that, that's a big one, clutter. Mm-hmm. That means, is it like clothing only, like or anything, like even kitchen anything items? Anything that you don't yeah. use, you don't need, you don't love, clothes, furniture, anything you have in your house is just weighing you down. So mm-hmm. let it go. Give it to somebody that needs it, and then you're allowing more to come in when you do that. 
Yeah. More abundance to come and new abundance, new stuff exactly. to come in. Okay. Thank you so much, Thea. I will be posting your Facebook page and your website so for people can get in touch with you, and I am sure I will have you again. Thank you so Thank much you, for Bobby. being on Thank my radio you show. Opportunity. God bless. To God all of bless. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank take you. care. Okay. Take care. Yeah. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night.